0: The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at
1: probablywork.com. This is Troidal Power, the host of Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast. The podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And right now on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, I, your host, Troidal Power, am playing through Golden Sun. You should come listen to me play Golden Sun on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power. Find it and a lot of other weird stuff at probablywork.com.
2: Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs, past, present, and future. I'm Scott. I'm Jay. And I'm Rich. This is episode 27. Today is a very exciting episode. It's the official kickoff meeting of our RPG club. We'll be discussing everything about the first 5 to 13 hours of Wild Arm, depending on your play speed. But we'll also be talking about the end results of our JRPG July community event. Since this is an RPG Club episode, we won't be doing any catch-up. Um, that's the new format, people, on RPG Club episodes, which is every other week. We skip catch-up at the beginning of the episode and go to RPG Club at the end. So that way, people who not only does it help like the length of the episodes, but people who just aren't interested in hearing about whatever we're playing for the, uh, the RPG Club, they can just you know end the episode when we get to that point. Although we encourage everybody to stick with us. <laughs> um, however, I do have a couple fun stories. Um, first of all, people watching us on Twitch right now, they might see that I have moved locations. Uh, I'm not in the same room that I'm normally in. Um, did you guys notice?
3: I did. <laughs> I did, too. That's uh, the what, uh, you what's know, every- wall. Looks like a, from my point of view, it looks like a bunch of My Little Pony figures. Um,
2: (laughs) It's a it's a wall of amiibo. uh, Which do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I I have all the Smash Bros ones and all the Mar. I have like over half of the whole collection. But
3: is that your living room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I would, I'm assuming that couch is where all the, the gaming fun happens.
2: Yes, that couch that you can see in the background with the orange blanket on it is where Corey normally sits. Um, but you can't see where I normally sit. It's on a different wall. Um, but anyway, I sort of told you guys this story in the Slack. But the reason I'm in here is I got a new desk. It's kind of a cheapo, like, Walmart desk, but I didn't have a desk at all before, so that's good. Uh, so what happened is... These, this, our neighbor who we have not spoken to in the three years that we've lived here, we've, we've exchanged glances a few times, <laughs> um, but they knocked on our door yesterday and I was like, Whoa, stranger danger. Cause I didn't uh. realize who it was. Like, I realized that he was like walking up to the house before he got there because of the sun was setting. And I could tell by the way the light was moving that somebody was outside. Um, so Corey handled that and I did like a fucking like schmiegel uh, you know, lurking in the, the corners of the darkness <laughs> and shit like that. Cause I am an a super introvert. Uh don't like meeting people. So Corey went out there, they talked for like almost an hour. It might have been like forty five minutes. And I'm like starting to get like, what is going on out there? So I messaged Jay and all the rest of them in the the Slack our Slack group and I'm like, Should I go rescue him? Should I <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> um Eventually, Corey comes in and says, Hey, come meet our neighbors. And I'm like, No, I don't want to. (laughs) But he drugged me out there anyway. And they were really cool. It's like this uh, alternative couple. The guy's like, he has like gray hair, but he acts like he might be like in his 40s or something. Um, But they were like alternative. I think he might have been like bi or pan because he hit on Corey and me a little bit. The girl was like an alternative chick with like purple and blue hair. But they gave us this desk. And a bunch of alcohol, so we, we took. <laughs> okay, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We took a shot together huh. out in our driveway. <laughs> and um, they were seeing if you wanted to party. We we're here to party, so maybe we're. This is like how a swinger group gets started. I'm not sure.
3: <laughs> I feel. I feel like that's the case.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you accepted it, so now they're gonna come knock on your door and go, "Hey, remember that alcohol we gave you?" That that's totally how like
3: creepy college people. Get together with like just barely legal high schoolers. It's like, <laughs> look at all this alcohol. True. Oh, and
2: to add to the creepy factor, uh while we were standing out there, they were like, "Oh, we see that you're playing Persona because that's what we were doing." When they knocked up, we have a like a sixty-five inch TV that faces like directly out onto the street, so it's not that creepy, but still, they're apparently they're like big RPG nerds too, too.
1: <laughs> hey,
3: I saw you tweet that and somebody commented and said, So they were looking through your window? Yeah. <laughs> I was like It sounds creep- hilarious. It
2: sounds creepier than it really is just because like I said, it's like it's you could see it from a mile away what, what's on the T V. Not that drastic, but um and they invited us to their D and D group too. Apparently they played D and D. So
3: <laughs> I don't I have never met anybody who seems that cool and I don't know maybe it's the Midwest that's just not cool like that.
2: And his favorite All Avenger right. is Captain America. who is my favorite Avenger, so
0: we hit it off.
3: Okay, well, that's nothing important but.
0: <laughs> but but what if they're just listening into your to your walls or something and they're just trying to find connections to you oh, so man. they can put they can do this swinger group I know, like the like, oh, hit hit say that. everything
3: They have one of those CI, like those like we, you remember when you were a kid and you were obsessed with being a spy? And your mom would buy you one of those 20 dollar like a spy kits where you could just listen to things you point yeah. at it <laughs> they have one of those just sitting up against your their wall that's yeah
0: they know you like rpgs they know you like captain america they know you like
3: alcohol you they know what hit on you i think they're fans of the podcast and they just want they just want to get in on this yeah. maybe
2: well by the time i went out there corey had already told them that we're a gay couple and I have a podcast, and all about like my whole life. <laughs> like, Jesus, <laughs> um, wow! But speaking sold of... soldier, <laughs> right? But we'll see where that goes. Maybe I'll I'll keep you guys updated on all that. <laughs> um, but speaking of creepy, we watched a movie last night called uh, "Oh Man." What was it called? Uh, Host, and it was a horror movie about a. A Zoom call. They did a seance over Zoom and end up summoning a demon, and the whole thing is through Zoom. And like it even has the layout of uh, what the program actually looks like the whole time and all that. <laughs> I need to watch this. That's yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe that'll was happen to actually scary.
3: One day. Was it? Was it scary or was uh, it comedic?
2: No, it was an actual horror movie. Uh, as far as it actually being scary, I don't get scared very easily because I'm kind of a, a horror movie buff, but it wasn't the worst movie I've watched in a while. So, okay. Check it out.
3: I get All scared right. very easily by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like usually whenever I watch I can't, I don't do very well with like spiritual horror movies. Like I am totally cool with like oh serial killer like some some crazy people because that's, you know, that's a human you just shoot it. Right. And, yeah. But uh whenever it comes to like spiritual horror I'm usually like Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I can't do go that. mess with that stuff. That's I my favorite. Like, I I am not superstitious whatsoever, and like, am very not religious. But man, like, and I don't believe in demons and ghosts. But you, if I watch a, a horror movie about demons and ghosts, I I believe in demons and ghosts whenever it's midnight and I'm watching <laughs> the house.
0: Yeah, I think we we have the same mentality, Jay. I was like, I don't I don't believe in that stuff. But you know what? I'm not gonna find out if it's real or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not gonna... taking any chances. Yeah. I used to
2: be religious, so demon stuff was like the scariest thing to me and it still is, but like
3: eh. <laughs> the exorcism of Emerly Rose. Did you ever did you guys ever Oh, remember? yes. That's like, my I favorite that. horror movie. I watched that as a kid and oh my god, I I remember cuz there there's one uh section in it that's like at this time at night that's when demons are most active because it's like the the uh, the counter time for whenever Jesus rose from the grave or whatever <laughs> and like I remember like anytime I'd stay up in the morning it was like 2am or something was on some weird time and whenever that time would hit I would get so scared it's 3am uh,
2: the witching 3 hour 3am yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> I've seen that movie many times like I said it's one of my faves but I used oh, to have I, that problem too
3: I love the scene in the barn whenever she's like the actual on exorcism yeah Oh my gosh! That one, two, that, three, four, five, six. <laughs> that it's so powerful. Um, what is it? Uh, it's like naming off all of the demons. Yeah, it's like that I
2: is- am Belial. I am, and I am the devil himself.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I thought that was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> uh, last update from me. I did get a replacement Vita. It, it was refurbished from GameShop. It works. I've downloaded like twenty games onto it. I'm a very happy boy got that thing Yay. in the desk and all that so i will be able to play wild arms while i'm on vacation next week i already good. tested it and everything good good Phew. all right you guys got any other uh updates you want to talk about before we move on
3: no not really ghost of tsushima is still really awesome but i haven't played it at all this week because of godforsaken wild arms
2: <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> all right so let's move on to the uh state of the podcast Alrighty, guys. The RPG After Years has a pretty banging Patreon for you all. Uh, Jay, why don't you tell the, the kind of people about it?
3: So, guys, Patreon. Early episode access, ad-free episodes, you get the aftercast uh, and extra reviews, which basically just means you get more episodes of us talking about random garbage that you may or may not care about. <laughs> um, we also, if you are a, a patron, you also get access to our giving nominations for the RPG club so you can nominate a specific game as well as you get three votes to to kind of divvy out amongst our uh, list of games that we will do for the club uh, and there there is a lot more than that so you should check that out at patreon.com forward slash rpg after years
2: we would really appreciate it
0: yes
4: money, money. so the
0: next thing with the safe state of the podcast is you happen to notice that we are now on Twitch. Holy crap. So you can find us at twitch.tv slash RPG After Years.
2: Yep. We're streaming every episode live and even doing like random uh, side streams during the week. Jay has started to get into um, coding. So if you're interested in watching coding, you can do that. But he's also streamed uh, Wild Arms a time or two. And um, I, now that I have this desk, I am one step closer to being able to stream myself. So We'll see how that goes i wasn't um,
3: able to do a lot of streaming this past week just from being busy with things i cannot talk about on the podcast but uh i gotcha yeah i plan i have full intentions of doing it but you know good intentions do not always happen right sorry guys
2: and speaking of twitch uh the best meat in our chat says hello and it's neat m-e-e T9. I was about to right. say the best. Of you. <laughs> yes. Ooh, someone's confident. <laughs> so, hello, best meat. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Anybody that's in the Twitch chat, feel free to jump in. We'll, we may uh, read your comments on the show and talk back to you. We'll see how it goes. Maybe. Um. So, the main focus of this this, uh, this episode is the RPG club. So, um, for those that don't that are participating, um, it, the game is Wild Arms. In case you didn't know, and you have until. August twenty third, to uh, get to the sacred shrine. Um, I don't know where that is because none of us have played that far. But hopefully, <laughs> it's not uh, it's not as harrowing to get there as this first chunk was. We have two weeks this time, so
3: I, I ended up feeling pretty good ab- about going through it. But we'll talk about that in the,
2: in right. the uh, update. And if you guys didn't make it to um, the, the the correct point. Uh, the sand river on time this time i mean just now you have more time to catch up so don't feel like just because you didn't make it that you have to quit rich um i, I mean I'm, we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah we'll get there <laughs> um and then one more little shout out we have a new quote sister show I, I use those quotes very loosely but uh bill has started a new podcast called bill's jrpg adventures and other trappings um he's done two episodes He has a brand new microphone he sounds great i would if i didn't know bill's speaking patterns and mannerisms so well i would almost i'm not sure i would recognize his voice um but he sounds great so the point of that podcast is he's playing games that never got rpgs that never got brought to america and have fan translations so he is playing monstania right now looks very cute and colorful visa already finished it i'm not sure where he's at but go check it out (laughs) I listened to the last episode this week and it made me laugh because the show's intro is like this really sick uh, dubstep track. And listening to that, I'm like, oh, Bill is not this awesome. (laughs) This does not fit Bill. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so go check out that show. Once again, it's Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings.
3: For some reason, I feel like he needs to get podcast cover art. That's a pun on Bill and Ted. He should. Every time I hear Bill's JRPG adventures, I'm just thinking Bill and Ted. We need a guy whose name's Ted.
2: (laughs) I know a Ted. Maybe I can introduce them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's uh, move on to the news. How's about? After I find the jingle.
4: Hear ye, hear ye. Gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news.
0: Why don't you kick
2: us off, Rich?
4: All right.
0: So something really cool happened with Final Fantasy XI. So new story content has been uh, launched. Five-year launch. It's been announced. Uh, five years. The last five years, nothing's happened on that. So the title is the Verocious Resurgence. Wow, I'm so, kind of shocked
3: by this. Yeah, I'm so, I am too. When did this come out? 2005? No, 2002. 2000, 2002. Correct.
0: Oh 18 man, years. now you were, the last you were alive, Jay. Yeah, you were there. I so was, the last yes. uh, story content was Rhapsodies of Vanadis in 2015. So it's been five years since the actual uh, story content has been released. So I don't know why they're still doing this, but they do have an event. Um, it's just basically an incident ripples the effects of the altered course of history three individuals of unknown origins have inserted themselves seamlessly into everyday life their robes murky and their attentions even murkier um so you are basically called to uncover the truth behind the egg uh, inam- phenomenon <laughs> i was like oh my god uh Peer beyond the veil of death and un- unravel the tangled threads of conspiracy that threatens the very fabric of the world. So, sure. Um, S- Square is holding a Return to Vanityville campaign in which subscribers can play Final Fantasy XI for free from August 7th to August 17th.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Yes. This is um, kind of crazy to me. Like,
3: yeah. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory on how they're doing this or why they're doing this. So people still play XI, so it's still making some money. Right. I think that this is an intern project. I oh. think Final <laughs> Fantasy XI only has interns or like one person working on it. I and wouldn't just be like hey, by like, that. like hey, like you wanna you wanna learn how to do some video games? We got this video game that we, you know it's making some money. Could be learn uh, how to do some stuff. It will give you five years, make one little tiny story content. <laughs>
2: I know very loosely, like, sort of what the story of Final Fantasy XI is about. But if I remember right, the Rhapsodies of Vanadiel, which was the last expansion, that was supposed to be, like, the ending to everything. Like, it has all the characters that you meet through all the expansions, like, come back again, and they work together to defeat, like, some great force. So this is interesting. They decided to bring it back now. You guys ever play it? no if i i would like to one day just so i could say i played all the mainline final fantasies but um i, I don't well, see it happening
0: anytime soon well for one i picked this up just recently like a year ago when it was on sale on steam for like five bucks for everything mm-hmm. um but i played it when it first came out like not the first when it came out when it was like 2010 or so yeah holy crap was it stupid hard yeah i've heard that like you have, you can only like you can leave the main town, and then like go just a little bit into the next area, like a little bit down the hill. But if you go further down the hill, you'll get your ass kicked by a bunny. Sounds like old school FF. Yeah, you have to like grind your way down this hill.
2: <laughs> I've heard that they've made it a lot more newcomer oh, friendly yeah. these days. Um, yeah, but why do you get? I mean, they were work, supposed to be working on the mobile version, which we haven't heard about anything about in this... years now.
0: Well, I mean, Jay brings up a point theory of an intern there, but what if they're now launching this just to test to see if they'll still... There's still any interest? Yeah. I mean, I I do the math on it. Do you think this game is ever going to die? No, I don't think so. Because if they have 100,000 people playing this game still, I mean, based on the world and stuff, that's not a lot. At $11.99 a pop, basically a month, that's like $1.19 million. That's crazy. A month that they get in revenue from that.
5: I'd I
2: mean, like to see like a pie chart breakdown of where Square Enix yeah. gets all its money. Like how a much does eleven and fourteen and, contribute? All that.
3: And to be to be honest, a hundred thousand people is not that much. So like comparatively to other MMOs, mm-hmm. so the, the costs of the like the hardware to run that game probably is not one point mm-hmm. $1. Mm-hmm. one million dollars. So it's certainly probably a nice little chunk.
0: Yeah, I mean that pays for a lot of the random stuff. Um, fourteen has a lot... ups
3: that every that they. I, I'm pretty sure fourteen and eleven are just paying for all of Square Enix to screw everything else up.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Is fourteen still going strong? I mean, Storm uh, Shadowbringers just launched last year, I think. I think it was last summer. It, last summer, I'm still playing it. My brother's still playing it. I mean, there's. It's still a very you know booming rpg and i actually prefer that one over any other RPG uh mmo yeah it's supposed to be good <laughs> hey, which if by I could, the way
3: if i could play it on something that wasn't a computer i probably or my ps4 i probably would like i don't know 11 and 14 just feel like games that i would only want to play whenever it's like highly convenient for me to i don't want to sit at my desk and play an MMO. yeah
2: well you're trying to get your pc rig together so maybe this soon true that's so i can play
3: final fantasy 13
2: oh of course (laughs) well it'll be interesting to see where that all goes
3: yep what's next jay so up next we have spider-man coming to marvel's avengers in 2021 as a sony exclusive and we also are getting hawkeye
2: (laughs) and to be clear hawkeye is not sony exclusive or will not be yeah
3: yeah, I totally forgot this game was even happening.
0: I have it pre-ordered.
3: So so I'm curious, did they delay it because mm-hmm. of COVID and, and now they're like adding new things? Or I wonder if Spider-Man and Hawkeye were just not originally intended. And so it's like, well, we got a little extra time. Let's throw them in. Let's uh, Also, on top of that, how are they going to make I wonder what the story is gonna be like because if you have a whole a, a character that's entirely uh exclusive to Sony, then that mm-hmm. means that Spider Man is probably not relevant to the main story. Well, I just well, learned about is-
2: this re- uh recently. Apparently there's a big like multiplayer mode. Um and I'm not sure if it's a battle royale or what, but like they're already I think it entered beta like just in the past week or so. Um so I guess maybe that's what all the extra characters are for. Um, are you excited for the game, Rich?
0: Um, I'm still a little iffy on it. I, I pre-ordered it. Uh, I know that Spider-Man's coming like later on, so I don't think he'll be part of the main story like Jay said. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Hmm. I, I love the Avengers. I love what they've done. I don't like the look of Captain America
2: in this game. He looks weird. They yeah, all he looks look like, weird.
0: Well, I mean... He, the rest of them look n- close to what they they have, but Captain America, he looks like he's just red, white, and blue SWAT team.
3: It it looks right. like that, that is what he is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the blandest AAA game I could possibly imagine for yeah the the license for Avengers.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then what happens is like you get Fortnite, and I see this all over the place. They have a picture of Marvel, uh, the Avengers Marvel game with Captain America standing there. And they have Fortnite's Captain America, and Fortnite's Captain America looks way better. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and it's Fortnite, and that's what pisses
2: me off. The real story here is that Spider-Man is exclusive. Um, yes. So people like lost their collective shit when that was announced. Of course. Um, how do you guys feel about one of Marvel's biggest superheroes being, you know, tied to one platform?
3: I think it's kind of stupid, but at the same time, doesn't Sony have a bunch of legal rights to the Spider-Man brand?
2: They mm-hmm. do, but I mean, that's never stopped Spider-Man from appearing in like Marvel vs. Capcom or um, even Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is something from the
0: past year or two. That's probably yeah. deals they work out though on the side. But here's my thought on that: wah wah, sucks to suck. <laughs> it's it's based. <laughs> It's basically okay, it's it's their product, they can decide where it goes. If you don't like it, sorry. Yeah. Eventually those exclusives eventually run out. It's it's very common that we see a lot of these exclusives go to one or the other, and then like a year or two later it shows up in the end of the game. So yeah.
3: well, I mean it's 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 the this is capitalism and marketing. I mean yeah. it's how it does. I do think how it, it is be, a man. scummy
2: move. I don't think it's that big a deal, like Rich was saying either. Though, what I th- here's what I think has happened is that Spider-Man game on the PS4 was so successful and such a good game that now Sony is more protective over the video game license to Spider-Man. They're like yeah, they can cons- they consider that a Sony pro- property now when it comes to video games.
3: And I I kind of feel like the Spider-Man uh, movie series and especially his inclusion in uh, the Avengers series uh movie series mcu i feel like that also improves the quality of spider-man because like toby mcguire's spider-man sucked yes <laughs> like, i mean I
0: loved andrew garfield but tom holland's so much better yeah i
2: liked looking at andrew garfield uh, i prefer yeah. tom holland overall as spider-man but <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> um so so real real quick um which, which one is the Spider Man with Venom that also has the guy from that seventy show? Oh, Toby Maguire,
0: Spider Man three, yeah.
3: Okay, so I actually had no idea that what's his name Topher Topher Grace. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so <laughs> Megan, we were watching that seventy show, and Megan goes, "Hey, he's in Spider Man," and I'm like, "No, that you're thinking of Tobey Maguire." Like, no, that's not he's not in spider-man i know they look alike i, I think that all the time and then she's like no he's in, he's in spider-man and then i was like oh my god he played venom <laughs> freaking uh eric off of that seventy show played venom well, Venom's supposed what? to be like
2: this big hulking character and topher grace is like a, a rail so <laughs> yeah I, that there were poor decisions made all around with that movie but it's and also I, one of those movies that's so bad it's good
3: I have not actually seen it, which I think is why, why I did not know that. But man, I had no idea that he played Venom.
2: <laughs> You're not missing much. Yeah. Um, nope. Real quick, if the other systems had an exclusive Avengers character, who would it be? So, like, what would Microsoft's exclusive be?
5: Hmm.
2: I'm thinking maybe like War, Hulk War Machine or Thor. War Machine would make but, sense. Somebody. Well, no, it would
3: have to be somebody there. very not popular.
0: Yeah, Punisher. Um, Daredevil. Punisher.
3: Daredevil, yeah. But would Nintendo's no,
0: no. be? It would be Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Oh geez. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying to think of
2: what Nintendo would pick as there's what's like the most childish hero they have? Squirrel girl. Squirrel girl. Oh my god. Isn't that an X Man? I don't know what she is. Mm, not sure. And X-woman. then woman. <laughs> There you go. Uh, Stadias would probably be um, what's like the least popular, like the someone that nobody even knows.
3: I can how do you how do you answer that question? I don't know what I don't know.
2: <laughs> Maybe Ant Man. I don't know. Oh, hey now. Oh, Ant Man is awesome. Hey, so yeah. I, I, it is. I, Who would have thought?
3: We could probably do a superhero podcast. But Ant Man yeah. oh, yeah. Ant Man, especially Paul Rudd Ant Man. I am in love with Paul Rudd. Oh yeah,
0: I love that. Well, okay, so, so Stadia's theirs would just be like a slow. They just pop up an icon. We have no clue. (laughs) Just, just some random guy. What we're streaming (laughs) to? We're streaming it to you now. You'll get it uh, next week. (laughs) Or theirs would be some just like random guy. They made their own. (laughs) This
3: is Tom. He's (laughs) he's an accountant. Tom the accountant. He accidentally joined the Avengers. They get
2: happy, like from Iron Man.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> all right. Love,
2: anyway, man, let's move on.
0: <laughs> okay, the rabbit hole. Okay, so massive RPG sales: the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, um, 1. 2, uh, one point. There's three Definitive is it? Is it one point three two million? Apparently, I can't read. Yes. Ring Fit Adventure four billion. Pokemon Shield eight point two two million. That's pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah there was Pokemon a man. They blew it out of the water. I think it's only like the the second best selling Pokemon already. If I read that mm-hmm. right. Um, I don't know what's
3: funny is that it's it's one of the best selling, but yet everybody's like, oh, it's all right. Yeah,
2: yeah. that <laughs> that boycott that everybody was talking about didn't really work. It's just well, it's
3: just like oh, it's all right. I'm just gonna keep buying the games. Um, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> no wonder crazy. they never try was, harder.
3: Yeah, they don't have to try harder because we're suckers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing had 22 million units sold is not it isn't it didn't it say that
2: like animal crossing is already like the second best killing selling game on the system yep. that's crazy yep.
0: um
3: i should probably get I just,
0: it i don't i don't i need to get it too for uh just for trying out from just to see but why i think because the coronavirus is a reason why a lot of this stuff got a bump mm-hmm.
2: well Corey and i actually did the review on animal crossing and i think that comes out this week, the, uh, the week after we're recording, which it would be the Monday that's already passed for most of you guys. So it should be out there for you patrons, hint, hint. But the massive sales figures were at partially attributed to COVID. So, yep. Um, and the, the one I was really interested in here is how amazing Ring Fit Adventure sold. Uh, as we know, like that thing is just constantly sold out, it's hard to find. I think it recently got restocked, so if the situation may have improved a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I love the game, and I'm really happy that it sold well. I'm hoping that means we might get sequels. I'm not sure what a sequel would entail, but it'd be nice to just have another campaign more to go through. Um, what other kind of fitness devices could they throw together? Like, like Some pull sort up of a bar adventure? track
3: pad. <laughs> uh, something that you just you throw on the ground and you walk on
2: give you push up stance
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so uh, good job on Nintendo they continue to make massive amounts of money despite not actually putting any games out this year
0: yeah <laughs> R- rim shot uh, dang it <laughs> <laughs> alright so the last one that we have is the Elder Scrolls Online is coming to PlayStation 5 and it's Xbox Series X so Bethesda said that they will allow People who've already owned the game on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One to upgrade to the new uh, new consoles, versions for free and keep character content intact. Uh, currently, I think the new expansion came out. But yeah, so if you play Elder Scrolls, it's, it's going to be on the new console.
3: I want to you know, play it. I too. I want to play Elder Scrolls online, and I have it and I've played it, but I just can't. I feel I'm so daunted by the task of, of picking up an MMO. Like, I can barely finish a JRPG. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I like the idea of it, but I think I would literally have to be like jobless or a full-time streamer or something to play
3: well, one. We're just with a lottery. One of those might happen in the future, Scott. So we'll hold out for you.
2: <laughs> I hope it's the latter. I, I think streaming would be fun. <laughs> full-time stream.
0: <laughs> okay, I think you should do it. You just have to take your shirt off a lot, though. Take your shirt off. Worth it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we did. I did discover that you can or guys are allowed to take their shirts off on Twitch. It's just you can't be overtly sexual, so I'm not
0: sure if those two things can be You beautiful. can't do it then.
3: You put tape on the nipples and you're fine.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but you have too much sexual coming off you right now, so you can't, oh. you can't take a shirt off. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. <laughs> I see it. <laughs>
2: <sighs> okay, RPG releases. Um, so this, hopefully this is still accurate since we did change the structure of this episode uh, last minute, but horizon zero dawn came out on the pc on august 7th i've seen a lot of people being exposed to horizon for the first time and loving it which is rightfully so because that is an amazing game um
0: have you played it rich yeah i have i mean i have it i need to play it more i haven't finished it oh okay but it's such a good like it it's so crazy looking it's amazing it looks so pretty
2: I haven't actually seen any footage, but I imagine it looks, you know, phenomenal. So I want
3: to. Whenever I get that PC, um, it's not going to be like the most amazing thing, I don't think. But I I might try to see if I can play Horizon Zero Dawn on it. I imagine I should. Yeah, that's going to melt your computer. It'd be over. All in all, it's going to be over a thousand dollar PC. So I mean, if
2: you're getting a PC, I would like make sure it can run the the tough quality of today and maybe be even a little bit future proof. So yeah, <laughs> that's just me, but you do yeah. you, um, another uh, one that came out, uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Um, <laughs> infinite combat. It's came an from- anime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Came to the, so uh, you know. Oh, it's an anime. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was just like a, one of those horny, is like it wrong? hentai tie. No, it's
3: a, it's a horny anime that was made into a game gotcha <laughs> it, it it's not that to... bad of an anime but it's very fan service. the
2: title is uh definitely eye-catching
3: <laughs> it's it, yeah it's pretty much like like uh dungeons and dragons plot pushed into like as if it were real life and then add in a bunch of like fan servicey like every every girl loves this main character
2: that makes sense very common trope in anime and even video games But that came to the PS4, the Switch, and the PC um, on August 7th in the EU and August 11th in North America. I just have that meme of the the corgi with the bat, bonk, go to horny jail. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Banner of the Maid came to PS4 and Switch on August 12th, and Pop-Up Dungeon came to PC on August 12th as well. And I don't know what those are, so...
3: Yep, so upcoming RPGs. Um, so we're going to do two weeks from whatever time we're recording, I'm pretty sure. Because we pre-recorded
2: um, next week's.
3: Yep, so Eastern Exorcist on is coming out on the PC on August 14th. That's, all, that's actually when it's entering early access. Uh, Dreamscaper on the PC is also entering early access on the 14th. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker Definitive, Definitive Edition, PS4, Xbox One on August 18th. Mortal Shell, PS4, Xbox One, PC on August 18th. Death and Request 2, PS4, PC. um, It's coming out on August 18th for the PC, uh, August 25th in North America, and then 28th in Europe. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered, PS4, Switch, and Mobile, oddly enough, August 27th. The Dungeon of Nahilbuk, Nahilbuk, the Amulet of Chaos, PC, August 27th.
2: I've seen a lot of rumbling about Crystal Chronicles lately. I think there is a a subset of people that are excited about that.
0: Well, okay, so it's on the Switch. Should we try to do that and play it just to see? You guys have any interest in
3: that one? I I have lots of interest in lots of things and lack of interest in the, the same amount of things.
2: Yeah. Um I am I would be interested in doing that just so we have something that we can play together since we've never actually done that. Especially if we could find a way to stream it somehow. <laughs> but it's not necessarily a, a, a game I'm ex- I would be excited to play otherwise.
0: Yeah. I'm a little bummed though that we don't get a physical release on it, so I think not even on limited run. Not that I saw Europe or er, Japan gets one. Yeah, so I bet you could. um, We
3: just got to move to Japan.
0: Yeah, no, I'm totally down for that.
2: (laughs) You could probably import it uh, off of PlayAsia if I had to guess. Yeah, but I'm good.
0: (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) That's too much work to do. (laughs) Well, I think we're gonna get
3: uh, slapped with some uh, bunch of taxes if you try to do that. Yeah, then it's
0: gonna cost me like two hundred dollars to get the damn thing. (laughs) Let's uh, let's discuss
2: that off air, like if that's something we actually want to do or not. (laughs)
3: We need to do something together That's Mm -hmm. fun
2: Besides podcasting (laughs) We'll see So with all the news out of the way We're going to take a quick break Before moving on to the main discussion
0: Too young for this track. The final frontier These are the
1: voyages
4: of MC
1: Troy And Eric
4: Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes.
1: To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise.
0: To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before.
3: You can listen to these goobers talk about Star Trek by searching for Too Young for This Trek or by visiting probablywork.com.
2: Alrighty, let's get on to the main discussion. We're going to wrap up and analyze what went down in the RPG After Year's first ever hashtag JRPG. J, why don't I just fuck that up?
3: JPGB. Let's wrap up <laughs>
2: and analyze what went down in the RPG After Year's first ever hashtag JRPG July. We're gonna go over how far we each got in our respective JRPGs. Um then we're gonna talk about what where all our listeners and everybody else that signed up got to. And for those that don't know or just tuning in somehow, JRPG July was basically a community event where we all just signed up to play um our JRPGs in July and you know, tweet about it and it just it was just sort of a community thing. We were all playing games together. Um it was. I think it was pretty successful. A lot of people really seemed to enjoy it, and yeah. the show got uh, some decent traction out of it. We got a lot of new listeners and people that were interested in the show out of it. The original idea was that we were going to commit to finish the games we signed up for, but there were uh, way more people <laughs> that did not accomplish that than did. But really, it's all about the, uh, the
0: JRPGs
2: we played along the way,
0: right? <laughs> it's about the com- it's about the community it's about us bringing together people and and playing games sometimes i guess right
2: so all of us all the hosts signed up to play final fantasy V because that is the current uh list game for the golden years um in addition bill signed up to play tales of asperia and rich you signed up to play final fantasy X. so why don't we just start with final fantasy 5 where did uh everybody get in that i'll let you go first rich
0: <laughs> uh not very far it's still <laughs> the same place i've been at um the um, right after, after the pirate ship graveyard? yeah, yeah. After the ship graveyard i mean I, I like it i do it's just like i got i got this to do i got that to do like, oh, i gotta play this i gotta do this I'm like oh i forgot that game so, yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah about that
2: so you're still only like a
0: couple hours in then so. <laughs> yeah, Bill's going to kill me, but that's fine. We had a we don't ever play the games we're we talking about. Let's speak for you yourself? read the wiki,
3: come on. Yeah.
2: Personally, I got pretty far. Um I was I made it to the third world, the merged world. And I was at the point where basically there's only a bunch of side quests you can do and then the end of the game. But I got uh sidelined by Wild Arms. like this whole past week I've been nothing doing nothing with my free time but playing wild arms. Um, so hopefully now that we're going back to this two week structure, I'll have a little bit of time to fit in more FF five. So I'm we'll further
0: see. Further in I'm further in Wild Arms than I am in Final Fantasy V. <laughs> Maybe the we same.
2: just need to start putting like actual deadlines on Rich. Like you have
0: to get <laughs> make... I mean I do like that. I work. That's what it is. I, I live off my calendar in deadlines. Like oh I gotta do this. Like, this is this is important. Let's talk about that after I think that's uh, not the worst for what idea. it's
3: worth for what it's worth, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, yes, where I, are you, Jay? Uh, and uh, well, hold on let's let's talk about Rich some more. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, still struggling with the fire hoe um, and the what is it the fire crystal? I
2: thought you made it past that.
3: Uh, I did, and then I got stuck. Because as you're escaping, you, it, it's difficult. You can't escape without having a, that battle with that one dude. Yep. And then, so I got stuck there because I had no potions. Everyone was dead. And you start that battle and, like, he'd one-hit kill me because I had no HP, no potions, no MP left. And so I just re- reverted back to a save. And now I can't beat the uh, that boss battle. And uh-huh. I was like... I'm done trying for now. <laughs> but uh yeah, I so July was kind of a crappy month. We um uh, Megan's grandpa passed away, so we had we actually had to make two trips to uh two trips out of state. One um uh, to like so she'd go spend some time with him um before he passed and then afterwards uh for the funeral and everything. And then we also had um Megan's little brother got married too. So three mm-hmm. times we had to, uh, travel over to Illinois and that made, that made it pretty difficult to actually get anything done. Um, so that that's one reason five kind of took the, the back burner, but also ghost of Tsushima is a way better game (laughs) kind of just period. So I was kind of elected to, to play that game several times whenever I could have played five. Um, And then I, I started Wild Arms, I don't know, this past week, so that really didn't actually prohibit me from from playing five.
2: Yes. Um so I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima. I'm assuming it's an amazing game. I, I like Final Fantasy V quite a bit too though. It's it's maybe the it's one of those Final Fantasies where it's actually they haven't gotten out of the mode where the games were hard. <laughs> um I think it depends on what class setup and all that you have, but I'm well into it. I've grinded a lot. I've got lots of jobs mastered, and I still find even like the random encounters to be like no joke.
3: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's harder than what what's another game that I could compare it to. It's harder than Wild Arms so far, at least. Yeah, definitely.
2: Like it's harder than FF six and FF seven. I would say. Yep. both those games are pretty easy though um what do you, have you played ff5 before rich Mm-mm. No? nope okay so. so
3: so i thought i had played it and gotten pretty far but then you started talking about other worlds i'm going to this other world and i'm like oh god i apparently have never i have not gotten that far before
2: <laughs> yeah uh it can be roughly like broken down into like three sections just based on the world so far, in my experience, they are about equal in length, story-wise. Um, but you're not like at the beginning either, like uh, someone else on this uh, call right now. Who the hell will that be? You <laughs> guys suck.s It is our uh, uh, Bill has finished it, um, and so has Disa and several other people. So good for them. <laughs> you guys, yes, you guys
0: need to get on it. I don't want to do a, a review with just Bill. <laughs> i don't know how bill does it i really have no well actually i do know how he does it how he, he doesn't sleep games. i don't think well there's that and he has like an hour maybe hour and a half train ride to work
3: back and forth is he is he still um so he's not working from home anymore wait no he might be yeah i'm not sure from
0: home. but uh, i'm pretty sure before he's that not. yeah but before that that's what he did he commuted to work using the train and it was an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back, or an hour, whatever. So he had plenty of time to do that. Where the rest of us are like, oh, once we get off work, we gotta go do other stuff. We gotta get these other things done. And he
3: doesn't sleep. Yeah. The last time, yeah, the poor guy doesn't sleep. Like he's always, no matter what time I'm up, talking on Slack, I feel like I can get a hold of him. And it's like, dude, it'll be like
2: eight like, thirty or ten p.m. our time, which is like crazy late in the night or morning, I guess, for him. It's so like two a. M. Like a. M. two a.m. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, jeez, dude. <laughs> Apparently, uh, his kids require a lot of attention. Didn't you say, Jay, that uh, Gracie was like nothing when she was a baby?
3: Yeah, she pretty much was like we could just throw her on the ground and she'd be fine. <laughs> like Although
0: we do, we don't condemn throwing babies on grounds, but well, you got it's, it's a light,
3: it's a gentle throw, yeah, on, <laughs> some, on some pillows. But yeah, you just yeah. tossed her on the ground and she would just do whatever she needed.
0: Yeah that's a good baby i hope when i have a kid uh, that's what happens
3: but yeah not all i not all kids are like that whatsoever uh especially as she started moving she would she got a lot more interested in just being all over you like so now she's to the point to where it's like okay she will she can like hang out and we'll we'll play video games together Mm -hmm. but at the same time she's like she gets bored real easily
2: Maybe I was like one of those like creepy horror movie demon kids because my mom said I never cried when I was a baby. So it's just you
3: probably just stared, no feelings.
2: (laughs) So that's probably no surprise to those that know me. I'm still that way today. No.
3: (laughs) So winter nine Norway, which is that uh, is that Disa? It is is Disa. Disa. Yeah. She said the key is prioritize.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was yeah.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I was
2: going to suggest that you guys like maybe should try setting a schedule for yourself ahead of time. Like, okay, Monday, I'm going to code. Tuesday is for FF5. Wednesday is for wild arms or something like that. That works pretty well for me.
0: I'm, I mean, I have a good idea in my head. What I need to do like starting next week is like, I go to work, get off. I go to the gym for about an hour two hours. And after that, then I, then I do uh gaming. Well,
3: so I had, I, I, I had a, that. I had a really good schedule going before the 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 COVID crisis happened. The pandemic happened, and everything started shutting down. I couldn't go to the gym anymore, and like everything (laughs) was, everything got thrown off. And now I'm just like, oh, like sinking into perpetual depression. Like, what? (laughs) There's nothing. I'm stuck in this house.
2: You know how that? Frey. There's been like a lot of motivational stuff going around, being like. Don't feel bad if you didn't accomplish if you're not accomplishing things or growing uh, during Feed COVID. Feed into that. It's all yeah. That. It's all
0: we're. Uh, I'm gonna shut that down. You guys need to do stuff. <laughs> no. I'm with you. I, I do stuff. I'm still doing things. I'm just not gaming. Your still your state's
3: wide open, Rich. Uh,
2: no, it is. <laughs> Disa also says, Rich gonna play Wild Arms. Actual scenario plays Ff14.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm doing both. I mean, my little brother <laughs> still occasionally texts me, hey, can we play 14? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll go the tr- play. The truth comes game. out.
3: You can probably do both. You One hand for 14, the other hand for Wild on
0: The bad part is I'm the healer. So, like, if we go into a room of stuff, like, I have to constantly be watching everybody's health bar. I'm like, okay, I'm just doing this, spamming stuff. Are you a good healer, Rich, or are you an asshole yeah. healer? No, I'm actually a good healer because I don't let my the tank guy... Go below half health. Like I'm always casting like healing on him. So like I'm trying to overdose him. What a (laughs) what a good white mage. I feel like that should be a thing where you just keep healing the guy. Obviously, it's a status where he's like, you have overdosed your your tank. Oh crap.
2: Lisa already says she she also says she's just messing with you. You it's because you work out so much. I think she's hitting on you, Rich. (laughs) You know, Ah. I do.
3: Um,
2: As far (laughs) as what
3: nothing so. okay <laughs> you're gonna make a comment um so i'm, I'm gonna reframe. you're you're doing very good with your power lifting rich yes I, I have, have you talked about that on the show
0: no
2: i you, you said like a, a new pr like in a competition right
0: i did um i i got 400 pounds on the deadlift uh three or 225 on the bench and 360 on the squat but I, I got another, I have another competition in in October that I'm training for, and then that's it for a while on on competition
3: so i've been I've been trying to get back into it, but the last two times I tried to go and squat, I pulled uh-huh. my groin I did it <laughs> yesterday too Oof. just warming up I just feel like my groin just stretched in half I'm like, oh I can't <laughs> move like what's going on? This has never happened like this before
0: that sucks. i mean the thing, those numbers I just said like they're not very high on some like they're good for me like I, I couldn't go. very beginning so. clever. But to some of the guys I know, it's like, oh, that's just their warm up. I'm like, you shut up. Yeah,
3: Dude, there are some freaks out there, man. You yeah. can't compare yourself to them. Nope, not that's fair. why I
0: don't. I just don't look at that. I'm like, you know what? This is me. I I could do this. That's I've never done this. You, Too bad you had that go uh, away. That hitch in your deadlift. You freaking Terror. hitcher. <laughs> we're just we're not gonna talk about that. Bringing up sports, <laughs> pisses butt. me off. <laughs> that does it should not. I swear to God. Anyways. <laughs> As far as,
2: uh, we don't have a tea time from Bill today, even though this would have been a really good one to have from him. But it's probably for the best, because I bet he would have gone for like 12 minutes. But yeah. uh, I don't think he finished Tales of Vesperia. At least I didn't hear him talking much about it. I saw him say uh-huh. he was enjoying it a few times. He and didn't then, finish the game? Holy crap. Suck it, Bill. <laughs>
0: uh, what about Final Fantasy Ten, Rich? I could yeah, suck it. I failed too. <laughs> so <laughs> I know you've been playing it, though. A little bit. I have. Like, I think I'm I'm still at the part where um your Operation Meehan. Oh,
2: that's where uh, you were last time we talked about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I know. I still haven't played much, but that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's still a good good ways in. I, I chose the sphere grid, the expert sphere grid, where it's just you can go wild with it. how is so, that? I've never done that. Um you can get lost on it if you go the wrong direction and whatnot, all of a sudden you got Waka throwing, you know, blizzard and, and shit. So <laughs> I think I'll try so, that next time I play it. Cause it, I, I need to switch it up. some. I'd, it makes it interesting. Cause it's like, if you go the path and then you're still on it and you're just, then you wound up in some weird area. And all of a sudden, like I said, you've got, um, Waka throwing out, you know, black magic or, and Titus doing white magic stuff. And all of a, and it's just, weird interesting though I, re- so.
3: I remember back in uh back in my game shark days i would i would like abuse the crap out of it and just titus would have everything and i'd be like <laughs> okay titus use holy uh and then you know do like some i don't know something that oren would typically do
0: i mean you could do that with this now technically yep. but that would take a long long ass grind so the key is that I found on some of those things that you can't get those spheres for, you you can get extract C or speed, extract power, extract ability. Get the ability one, because the ability ones are like less common, apparently. And that way you have them. Hmm. So that's what I do, is I literally every before every monster I kill, I extract an ability or I extract a power. Yeah. So I, do I don't have
2: power.
5: <laughs>
0: I don't
2: think he officially signed up for ten, but I know Bill has been playing it a lot. He's uh, he just beat the the third Seymour fight on Mount Gagazette. Mm-hmm. He said yeah. it's starting to get really hard, so I think he may need to go grind. <laughs> um, so that's I another heard one.
3: Him trash it lately, so he must not be having the worst time.
2: Yeah, he does trash it at every chance he gets, but I I think it's like at least half of that is because he's just trying to troll me, which usually I effective mean,
0: I'm starting to get n- d- numb to it though <laughs> I, it's not the best RPG or best Final Fantasy game but it's still fun right um, yeah. to each their own
2: like, yeah, I mean exactly. you guys know that's my favorite game ever yeah you have so. terrible taste it's fine fuck you <laughs> uh, alright so let's get on to like, how some of our uh, our community did um, Assault Power X said I ended up finishing none I kept getting dragged into league League will do that, from what I understand.
3: (laughs) League of Legends? Never played it, but I have some some friends who are into it. (laughs) The
2: uh, so toxic.
3: I I have heard that. (laughs)
2: Um, We've got a theme going here. Soda X-Bread, Soda by Bread, Soda Cross Bread. We'll never learn the true one and remember. Soda by Bread. (laughs) I'm
3: telling you. Construction style.
2: I finished nothing because kids and work stress. I'll be better in August. Yeah.
3: I last time we played
2: had an event didn't he like not do anything either or is that just the last jrpg july roundup? you
3: leave soda alone
2: okay (laughs) i hope things get better for you soda soda pop um let's see colin our favorite colin sagajibus he says uh you have my progress and i always like the event um let's see he where did he give us our progress i know he finished like three games <laughs> Where the
0: hell I mean seriously, some people finish all these games. I could barely finish like half of one.
2: Yeah. Um what is this? Okay, I found it. He says, uh my scorecard is Ever Oasis Complete, Legend of Mana complete, Radiat Radiata Stories, 85%. He got uh 166 out of 177 recruits. And then he has the audacity to say, not my best year, but solid. <laughs> Thank you calling <laughs> <laughs> he's a powerhouse almost three rpgs not his best year hmm. i think he participates regularly though in jrpg july does yep. he stream i
5: don't,
2: I don't think, think so
3: he, he probably should <laughs> the amount of games he's pumping out
2: um bill says i finished ff5 started four new rpgs and one new podcast quiet month for me he's not kidding <laughs> oh my god um Kai, who used to be known as Cato uh, Chain, I'm not sure which he prefers now, but he says, uh, I loved the event, but I barely touched the games I listed. I put more time into Mo- Musu, is that how you say that? Musu mm-hmm. games? Than anything else last month because of family stress. Though Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red has been awesome so far. And then Jay and him had a, a short conversation about Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> you never actually picked up the new one, did you, right, Jay?
3: no i played the demo okay. uh, i really want to play it at some point hmm.
2: is it multiplayer i don't think so okay capsule j he says he finished chantalise and near automata and he's about halfway through paper mario origami king let's see what, was what this he, capsule j i think he runs his... another rpg podcast yeah. is it don't
0: do you know rich I think he does. I just can't remember I can't remember what it what it is and that's bad for us. We should know these things. We should know our community and Brannous. their stuff. Um I just, I
3: just know his name's Jay and it, uh
2: he's in a capsule.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So does that mean he's an asshole if his name's Jay or all Jays? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Sometimes most
3: <laughs> most are um Jay, do you want to read the next few? No. But I will. <laughs> So, Kaboski said, I didn't finish Radiant Historia because I ended up starting Valkyrie Chronicles 4 instead. Um, and then I just want to also mention that I would like Radiant Historia to win the book club next time, please. Um, Is this the beginning of your campaign? <laughs> yes. Uh, Radiant Historia 2020. <laughs> um,
2: there was a lot of that uh, going on, This uh, this people like switching games like halfway through the month. And I was like, people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Satan said i was late to the group so i guess i don't count you count, but Cytan. i did i did play through xenoblade chronicles definitive edition during the month and some of threads of fate
2: i wonder if playthrough means he actually finished it because that's a pretty good accomplishment for xenoblade if so
3: <laughs> yeah uh Caslow 25 said after three attempts totally almost three hours i defeated kefka to finish final fantasy 6 brave new world on july 30th then finished xenoblade chronicles main story the next day
2: wow so he came in right under the deadline but he
3: finished two large games <laughs> impressive yep so jacob wright on twitter said i enjoyed it makes it more fun when i put myself into a corner and get it done the last day so i think these are actually more about the uh
0: Event itself. Yeah. Well, so isn't Jacob didn't he finish like a thousand games in a year? He Is still that him? participates.
2: Yeah, he still participates in that uh the the hog hog league thing. God. And he's usually a one of the top of contenders.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thousands of games. You want to um, take the I'll next few? Yes. I'll take Shino Seven uh said I enjoyed it so much. Um I'm just gonna keep going after the rest for the rest of the year. As for status update, I finished trials in the sky fc which i had paused to play their stuff and now it's done i'm really excited to play sc what's sc
2: um it can't be oh, so i think it's,
0: no no it's it's trials in the sky sc it's the next game oh okay that one in the series sexy chronicles um, yes <laughs> horny jill i think i mean i want to play the, those i have them on i have one of them on um steam so it's actually not bad of my game didn't finish the game or excuse me rob s i didn't finish the game i started due to life events but i will say just starting tales of berseria has me into the series a bit even went and got tales of Vesperia remaster on sale last week so it got me into a new series at least that i will finish someday
5: yeah
2: there's a lot of people that have been playing Vesperia lately i don't know what it is like
0: (laughs) it's not a new game so yeah well i think it's because they put it on sale a bunch Hmm. Um, and that's why, and they marketed the crap out of that one. Makes sense, um, Matt Jorgensen. I had a great time with the with hashtag JRPG July years, but I've realized I'm terrible at sticking to the plan and keeping updates going. Right back at you. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't do that either. Yeah, you can't say anything about that. Nope. Troitel power. I didn't finish the game I started for the event, Superstar Saga, but seeing folks talking about RPGs kept me pushing through the original Paper Mario, and I ended up finishing and loving it. So he actually finished a game. That's good. Actually, uh, I I'm, glad,
2: I'm glad we got to this because um, we actually run promos for his podcast sometimes as another member of the Probably Works network. Mm-hmm. It's like, choital Powers, power playthroughs with choital Power, something like that. Um, but he just started, it's an audio-only Let's Play podcast, and he just started Golden Sun, which is one of my favorite RPGs. So if anybody's interested in that, I suggest go give him a listen. I think I'm going to listen, too. Plug. I was kind of disappointed Golden Sun didn't win the book club, but we'll get there eventually. I will
0: make sure it doesn't win, ever. Uh. I'm going pa- <laughs> to use my power. No, I don't have any power. Um, Disa, we'll talk Deesa. about you in a Yes. It was so much fun. Definitely hope we do it next year, too. Yeah, we probably will. Started and so. finish Destiny Con- uh, Connect and Magical Star Sign. Also almost finished Monsteria within time just the morning after. Very happy with that. And I also played tons of other stuff, of course. Yeah, we, we know. We know you play a lot of games. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do.
2: Uh, she says she didn't know Golden Sun was one of my favorites. Yes, I played the shit out of that when I was a kid. Both games. <laughs> well... Technically, the third game too, but the third game kind of sucked. But we, we won't talk we, about that.
0: We could talk after air, Scott, about how you can pay me for my vote. Is it that's how that works? You know, I think we work
2: out a deal. Maybe we'll <laughs> wait until everybody has voted, and then we'll see where the standings are. And if it's not how I wanted it, I'll pay you. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pay you more because this is uh, this is
0: how politics work, right? That's that's how it goes. Exactly. I, <laughs> Corruption. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> drain the swamp. You, know, you just pay me, and I'll, I'll, I'll vote however you want me
5: to. <laughs> um,
2: let's see. We already read Colin's update. I'm looking at our Twitter post to see if I missed any, or somebody that came in late. We got Lulu. She says, uh, had loads of fun with this, got Trials of Mana remaster, finished, and picked up Tales of Vesperia. Man, another one. A great community play along. Shame it's only once a year. It is kind of a shame. For well, those, We th- could always... I think the group, the official group that runs JRPG July, they have a different themed month uh, all year. So August is Fighting Games Month. So if people want to participate in that, they can. But there's also a subsect of people that are doing Action RPG July, or August, I should say. And uh, although the podcast is not per, uh, participating in that officially, anybody that wants to continue the, the fun with this type of thing, it's out there. Um, so what did you guys think about overall with just the event in general?
3: I think it was good. Um, I, I honestly think it was re- a really healthy thing to do in a way, especially with how, uh, with how crazy everything has been this year. Um, yeah. not just on being like, not just on like socially difficult, but, um uh, there are a lot of people who are like financially struggling struggling right now the unemployment's really crappy um people aren't necessarily able to go out and socialize the way that we've all been able to in the past and so i feel like this has been a really good way to um i don't kind of forget about how troubling things may seem here and there uh, this past summer um so i'm really glad everybody did participate um It's definitely one way to look at it. One aspect I hadn't really thought about. Yeah. Yeah. Because at this point, like remote community is kind of the only thing that's kept a lot of people sane. Um, So I I think it was actually, I I feel like it's very important that we had done it and allowed people to, I don't know, be a part of something at least for a month and to have something to talk about and and look forward to. Um,
0: Yeah, it's a good distraction.
2: Yeah. It was fun, I think. Yeah. And plus, like I said earlier, the uh, the show got quite a bit of traction out of it, too, as far as getting more listeners and you know just growing the community. Um, not that that was the point or anything, but I can't remember whose idea it was to participate in the event. I think it might have been Bill and Disa that sort of popped the idea. But I think so, yeah. I really enjoyed it, and although uh, I didn't finish my game, I did get pretty close, and we made some new friends and it's literally the the real prize was the friends we made along the way kind of
3: <laughs> I kind of feel like that's the the main reason I do this podcast is like we obviously don't make money from it I just enjoy talking to you guys and I enjoy the people that we get to interact with on discord and through Twitter uh, it's just really fun and since I work remote and I'm also like in an area that is still pretty locked down on quarantine um, I don't know I think it, it's it's bumped up the importance of me being involved in all of this quite a bit more uh, and this right. certainly helped me
2: what about you rich you get any final thoughts
0: um, I thought it was a good event definitely want us to do it again um, in some variations or you know again next year but I agree with with Jay it definitely brought you know people more distracted. Of what's going on and gives them something to to play and, and shoot for and just to put some structure uh, for that entire month I, I really hope we do that again and like I like talking about even if I don't finish RPGs obviously but I still like talking about this stuff with you guys um, and the community so yeah that's uh, um, good
2: I think we'll definitely do it again next year the only concern I have is it might be tricky to balance the list game and the jrpg july game and the rpg club game so we might have to like combine the rpg club and jrpg july somehow but well, well we, we can time of, it
3: um didn't we kind of combine the list game with jrpg july
2: yeah that well we were supposed to <laughs> <laughs> i did no i'm just kidding Oops. um so yeah that, that'll probably work out but yeah, thanks to everybody who participated in it, and uh, just because July is over doesn't mean you have to stop playing and participating in the community, because really this is something that should run all year,
3: I guess. Talk to us. <laughs> yes, Come please. Join. Come join us. Talk to us. We will. We are here to talk pretty much all the time, because I know me and Scott are at least pretty uh, pretty introverted for the most part, extroverted, introvert. So yeah, well, we're usually on, well, now I'm on Discord because I'm not closing out of the app. So I, I've been a lot more active there. So yeah. come hang out. It's we'll, been fun. Uh, we'll talk with you with just about anything you want to talk about.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Jay's getting more active and, and talkative. It's, it's crazy.
3: It's pretty much only been just to complain about Wild Arms, but...
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys,
2: I totally forgot to use this. I have a new drop for whenever you guys haven't uh, been playing the games you should. So, here we go.
5: Dilly-dally, shilly-shally.
2: <laughs> and I'm sad. That is the
0: famous Tifa line from Advent Children,
2: for those that don't know. I,
0: I never understood that, by the way. When I first saw that she said it, I'm like, what the hell did you just say? Like, I don't understand.
3: I, I thought it was, for the longest time, I thought it was just like a, a Japanese culture thing. I was like, okay, yeah.
2: It's definitely sense. just poor localization. I get what they were trying to do with it, but... <laughs> very infamous so i have that at hand now but the I reason I should
3: switch it up between that and the tightest laugh drop
2: <laughs> had it at the ready um, i'm trying to just get more drops in general but the reason i was looking at the soundboard is so that i could officially call jrpg july to a close
5: yay
2: so with that we're gonna move on to our very first rpg club
5: All right, everyone. Quiet down. All rise? We're here today to bring to order the next session of the RPG Club. All in favor? All opposed? Then let the RPG Club commence!
2: Okay, so... RPG Club. For those that don't know, it's just basically we hosts and the patrons nominate each nominate one game, and then we each get three votes, and that determines what game will be for the RPG club, which is basically just a book club. Um, we break it down into small sections that we can each uh, get through in two weeks. Although this time it was we only had one week due to a date fuck up on my part. Oops. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. The current game is wild arms and we were all supposed to get to sand river or stop in milama which is the last town before you get there either way um and we were supposed to do that by today which is august 9th so um basically we're just going to discuss our feelings about the game the gameplay so far each of the the little plot points we're not going to go try not to go super long but we're just gonna, you know, kind of have a free form discussion about the game. So, who wants to go first about their general feelings?
3: Let's have Jay do that first, because I want to hear his thoughts. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. So I like it so far. It's been it's been pretty okay as a game. Uh, I thought there are a lot of really interesting mechanics. So switching the characters back and forth, they they each have their own unique items that you have to use to get through puzzles. Uh, And it kind of brings them together in a way that I I don't think I've seen in a JRPG before. Um, But man, I suck at these games. They're like puzzles and like you have to, it, it doesn't hand you what you actually have to do. You have to go in and just like talk to everybody all the time. And then it kind of infers what you're supposed to do. And I, I don't like games like that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't like not knowing exactly what the objective is.
2: Um, yes. There is a lot of, there's even some key points where you have to talk to random NPCs to learn what you're supposed to do, which is a very, um, I know this is an old game, but even that I think maybe
3: should have been antiquated by that point in, uh, game design. And so, so like, I don't know at a different time, I would probably be all for it. I would think that this game is super, super awesome. But in my current state of gaming, um, I just need to be hand fed a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so, so I've I've just been playing it with a guide and just letting the guide, uh, you know, feed me all that information. Yeah, me too. But I really yep. wish that the like I was 13 and was playing this game because then I would like totally love it. Like, I, I would just, you know, get home from school and just eat a hot Cheeto sandwich and go to town. But, um, yeah, outside of that. <laughs> hot Cheeto sandwich.
0: <laughs> what is? Like, I just cringe there for a second. Like, what the hell? I wish I had, like, a record
3: scratch. Job. Like, wait, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you would just make a lunch meat sandwich with a bunch of mustard and throw some hot Cheetos onto it. Okay. It's delicious. That's
0: a little better. Like, I thought literally you just had a piece of bread. And hot Cheetos, and then bread—just a sandwich of hot Cheetos.
3: If you if you also put mustard on it, I probably would do it. Like dipping hot Cheetos in mustard is pretty awesome. Wow. God. Okay, Um, (laughs) I'm gonna need to to digest that for a minute. I I was a very overweight child, by the way. (laughs) And me too. uh, Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yup. Me as well. (laughs) Um. But yeah, outside of that, like I've I've been having a pretty good time. The uh, the boss battles are like pretty good challenge i've only died one time uh and that was because of the night gaunt um let me see i i went the longest time without buying any new weapons or getting any new spells so that made it a little too difficult uh towards the end there i probably didn't buy i didn't buy anything until probably uh what was it Sate centaur i think is the first time i actually went into a store and bought stuff
2: wow meanwhile i'm hmm. like over here grinding for gill every time i hit a town not yeah. gill what's the currency it's like uh, or
3: something it's something weird yeah
2: something i've never heard of um, i never had to grind for stuff well maybe we should say uh jay and i did finish it and we'll talk about our struggles to do that in a, a little bit but rich where did you get to Wait, Jay,
3: you finished it? Yeah, I got to the Sand River.
0: Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be my other guy. Uh, I actually got to, like I said, Mount uh, Zemo. Zenom. Zen- Zenom. Zenom. Zenom.
3: Mount Zag- Zaganet.
0: So I I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep playing it tonight and stuff. Um, I just had a lot of things come up this weekend. I worked all day uh, at, at both jobs and a family come in, like I said earlier. But... I really enjoy it. It does have a lot of nostalgia feel to it. Um, it looks horrible, obviously. It didn't age very well, but that's the style it was back then. And you know, back then, we we all thought that probably looked amazing. Um, I I have had no trouble with bosses uh, grinding for money. Um, I think right here uh, where I'm at, where I just finished that um, that spider fight, mm-hmm. um, I'm like level thirteen.
2: I think that's about okay. where I was too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm a little over leveled on it according to the guide I'm looking at, which is fine. I don't really care. I, I'd rather ha- I'd rather go through at ease. I fight everything. I don't run. Um, there's a couple times like with the the puzzles that I lose myself, so I'm kind of like backtracking a little bit. So obviously I'm getting uh, more more guilt, or we'll just start calling it guilt. Who cares? <laughs> um, uh that's just our currency you know what screw it dollar dollar bills. Uh, every
3: game every game is now gill <laughs>
0: yep um so i just I, i've maxed out on buying uh healing potion or healing berries and stuff so whoa uh, yeah like i i don't have any problem whatsoever the spells i'm still trying to figure out the spell forgery like i get those crests and then i just go buy Next one, I've got like 10 different spells. 10 or 11 spells. Yeah.
2: The descriptions of the spells aren't very good. At, like at A lot of them
0: no. don't actually tell you what they really do very well. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a good mixture of black magic and white magic. Um, done that. Uh, I, I do buy weapons and stuff. I keep that up to date. Um, but yeah. the puzzles aren't so bad, I didn't think. So I want to
2: rewind for a second, though. Yeah. Uh, you, Rich did not finish the required deadline in time. Um, so... Shame, shame. (laughs) And so we were wondering like what the repercussions would be because we didn't want this to become a source of stress necessarily for us hosts and everybody. So I think what we're going to do is the punishment is you get three strikes. If you miss the deadline three times as a host, then you lose your nomination and voting on the next round of rpg climate. i like
0: i like that but i don't want to lose my nomination because i need to sell that to you guys
2: <laughs> exactly so there's so, now there's now money on the line for you i know <laughs>
0: okay can we can we go back and talk about this real fast okay who the hell said this would take six hours to complete this chunk that would be our friendly neighborhood colin colin i'm very i, I what in what world is this six hours are you kidding me like okay. i'm at six hours right there
2: so um colin made it there in just under five i think and bill made it there in seven um how long was it for you jay
3: it was roughly around seven if i deduct the time that i left it just like running in the background Mm -hmm. so for for
2: some people it was accurate but for others it was not accurate at all
3: For me... I I use the guide. Yeah,
2: I used the guide too. And uh, I was just over 13 hours, I think. Um, I think I'm at 6 hours. Yeah, so I think you're probably doing a little bit better time-wise than I was. Um, Disa, how long did it take you? Okay, she says 15. Oh, Uh, that's natural for her. Yeah, yeah, it's normal for her. Uh, Guys, maybe I play in Disa time
0: too, and I just never realized it before. Yeah. (laughs) I, I... but I mean, from what I looked at in the guide and stuff, like I could probably ch- blow past the rest of this, get down to where it needs to be in like two hours. From what I'm what I've seen, because uh, I am over leveled, I think a lot of the monsters I'm hitting or fighting, I can take them out in one or two shots. And I do a lot of area damage stuff, like mm-hmm. I try to take out one or two things at a time. Yeah. So
2: um, um, the game is easy. I too am over leveled. I think, and because I can just basically mash attack against most enemy encounters and not mm-hmm. worry about it.
0: Yep. I mean, that's, that's good. I, I like that. Um, so the story is decent, uh, from what I can tell, do we, do we want to talk about
1: that story?
2: Yeah. So the basic premise of the game is you've got three characters, um, Rudy, Cecilia, and Jack, and they all start off in like their own, like little corner of the world. And you have to play through a quest with each character before, bringing them together. Um, So Rudy is like a village boy who is apparently a dream chaser, which I still do not know what that means, but apparently it's like some kind of drifter and they also might have an arm, which from what I can tell, an arm is just a gun, right? I think so. Okay. Um, So he has the arm. He basically manages to release some kind of curse by saving a boy Tony in his town and then he gets thrown out of the village uh exiled because of him owning an arm and unleashing the curse and then uh so he gets thrown out then you've got uh Jack who is basically like kind of a treasure hunter and he is looking for some kind of power and I don't think it has been revealed why he wants the power yet um although there's been some hints apparently he wants to use it to protect people from demons and stuff um and he has a little blue mouse creature it's like get the the mascot character of the game hand pan yeah um <laughs> <Little thing. laughs> uh, which you can this is just an aside but you can use him to like get treasures that are far away and all that we'll go to the like the individual abilities soon then you got cecilia who is the princess of the kingdom of Adelheid, Adelheid, Adelheid. i don't know how you're supposed to say it um. Yeah. Adelheid. What we'll was called that? Right. No worse. Um. And she starts off at um, a like a church school. I forget. It's like an abbey. Something abbey. Um. Yes. D- Downton Abbey. <laughs> um. And she basically gets called on by the guardians, which are like summon beast gods,
3: um, to fulfill her destiny. Have you guys even summoned yet? Yes. Yes. I have not. I, I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> I think I think somebody told me on Discord last night, but, but I don't remember.
2: There's a uh, these things called runes that you equip. There's a slot in your equipment just for the runes, and that affects what summon the character uses. Should However, Cecilia is pretty much the only one that could do it super effectively, just because of her high magic stat. But you can do like been- over a thousand damage to a boss
0: if it's weak what? against the element.
3: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God.
0: Did you did you figure out the um the apples and stuff? i um, nope. What about them? So like you could just buy you could find them all over the place. So definitely look look in places, and those you can use to boost your stats. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, Permanently. Yeah. Yep. Oh.
0: So like I heard somebody say they didn't use them until like the very end of the bo- the end of the game for the boss fight, and then just like annihilated the person.
2: That's how I norm I normally like hoard them and just never use those stat boost items in games. But this time, I decided I'm going to be a better person, and I
3: actually <laughs> have been using them. <laughs> um, so I, see, none none of that I I feel like none of that's actually explained to you, so you have to go out and like discover it on your own, and that's like not what I'm good yeah. at. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do wish that. I had read the instruction manual before starting it because I forgot that the instruction manuals are actually built into the PSN games, so I could have just done that the whole time. But
3: I forget crap, that what? I forget that uh, instruction manuals used to be something that people had to read. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> Good point.
3: Like, I, I haven't read an, an instruction manual for a game, except maybe the last time I had a game bought for me when I was a kid, and it was the only thing I had until while I was waiting in the car. To get home to play the game Open i feel like we could almost the instruction manual
2: exactly that's such a common experience i feel like we could almost do an episode on instruction manuals <laughs> ding ding uh, write that yeah. down <laughs> yeah write that down um so the three characters they come together in adlahide they decide adlahide adlahide they decide to uh join forces um so i guess we can talk about what the game was like the different quests so far um I didn't really have any problems with Jack, although I did his first, and it took me a while to figure out that there is a dash button that, because it... <laughs> I would tap it and you know they just sort of start of go into the the dash stance, but I didn't understand you got to hold it, so that fucked me it,
3: up. It took me a while to figure out that you can actually like pivot, like whoosh, whoosh. Oh, right, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's really cool. You got you got to maneuver it a little bit, but yeah,
3: mm-hmm. that, no, oh, uh, so that. How far I had to step away. How, how did you guys talk a lot about the the story? Because we just that, talked about
2: the basis of what each character was and what their goals are and how they got to all be in Adelheid.
3: So um, the so go on. I'll talk about this whenever we actually talk about um, the escape from Adelheid. Okay.
2: Um, so did you guys have any interesting issues with Jack's quest in the the temple thingy? Nope.
3: i accidentally uh so i finished it and then it was like oh i like i accidentally skipped through what i was supposed to do like you're supposed to just leave but instead i talked to the thing again and had to redo it all (laughs) send you just right back down
2: this is jumping ahead a little bit but if you go back to jack's temple after you get uh cecilia while you still have the magic tier there's some treasure you can get and um there's that little monologue the ancient tells you it's like do not seek out lolithia and i did that like literally right after you excavate lolithia and i was like
0: oh (laughs) that's that's what i did too i did Uh, that i went back and got the treasure
2: rudy's quest i didn't really have any problems with although i found in, in the beginning of the game i found navigating the villages in general difficult like i would get lost kind of um did you guys have any issues oh, with that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, still. Especially no whenever
3: whenever I was looking for um the what what the devil is it called? The duplicator? Mm-hmm. Whenever I was looking for the duplicator in um Timney. Yeah. Like I what am I doing? I don't know <laughs> where to go. Um but also I'm pretty sure I got lost in, in Centaur just trying to find uh, it was either Centaur or Maybe it was uh, a Malama. I got lost somewhere just trying to find the freaking pub. Right. Like I don't know where it's at. I'm getting lost. How do I get lost (laughs) in these towns?
2: For real. Uh, Speaking of lost, um, Cecilia's quest in the Abbey. I struggled with that Mm -hmm. for a long time. I think that has to be at least one hour of my playtime. Probably more. Ditto. It's just the things you have to do there are very obscure. It's like, use your magic tier next to this book and then check the book and then go talk to sister Mary and then find the kid and then find the switches behind the statues and all that. And I was just like, I was literally walking circles around the place being like, what the hell am I (laughs) supposed to do?
3: (laughs) You have to like talk to everybody. Yeah. And then there's like a a certain order. order Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that part I did not enjoy. that was, that's was probably the low part, the low point of the entire experience for me personally. Um, but anyway, they all get together in Adelheid. They decide to join forces on this excavation to find some kind of guardian statue in the ruins. So that gets excavated. Um, they find out that Cecilia is the princess of the kingdom. And basically you have a festival with a bunch of mini-games. So how did you guys... Um, did any of you spend any time on the mini-games?
3: Nope. I also didn't save anybody. Well, I saved one person.
0: <laughs> wait what you saved somebody
3: I saved somebody and then was like oh I'm gonna look for somebody up here and then I was like oh nope that's how you actually stop the the saving quest right oh, yeah okay. I
0: I, I did do that either
2: um I, I did do all the mini games I successfully completed all of them except for the mole catching mini game. that is
3: why you're at 12 hours that probably hours. that
2: probably was an hour out of it at least um but it was generally fun it reminded me of the uh the guardia fair from the beginning of chrono trigger very yeah. much
3: <laughs> I, I made it i posted it in discord i'm like oh man a festival something's <laughs> gonna go really bad things <laughs> do go bad and
2: quite worse even than what happens in chrono trigger
3: um yeah oh my god it is so brutal like when it, you have to go and find that little boy because he mm-hmm. got separated from his mom you find him the demons attack and then he's just dead next to you little right. boy's just dead next to you. I'm like, oh my God. I missed that. They just killed this little boy like right <laughs> next to me.
2: Yep. So the, there's these demons that escape and attack the festival and they want Cecilia's teardrop, which is an heirloom from her mother, I believe. And they also
3: want the, uh, the golems, golems.
2: Right. Yes. Um, so they steal all the, the golem statues, um, there's like murder and hellfire. The town is kind of burning. There's lots of dead bodies everywhere. Like the game at this point, like took a hard like left into really dark territory here. <laughs> um, you're tasked with you know getting finding ten survivors. Um, I think it, it just affect if you whether or not you get ten, it just affects the amount of treasure you get in just a bit. Oh but, good, I got no treasure. Yep. And the guy that's in charge of the demons, his name is uh Belsilk, which I heard is actually <laughs> a mistranslation of Berserk, but we'll just go with what the game gave us.
3: <laughs> I uh I call him Ballsack.
2: <laughs> there you go. My head. Um <laughs> oh. uh, you do have a boss fight with him here. It's uh very easy. Yeah. He some people in the Discord said they didn't even get attacked at all. Did you guys? I know I did, I, but I got attacked
3: it, a couple times. You know,
2: he hits hard, but it's like once every four or five turns, the rest of the turns he'll just taunt you. Um, so you go back to the castle, the king dies, and all that. You try to es- well, you escaped the castle to give the teardrop to Bell Silk, so he'll spare the people.
3: Um, yeah, did you? I had so much trouble with that. Yeah, like escaping the castle. I had to. I had, a, I had a YouTube it. Like, how how are people doing this?
2: Yeah. Like, oh, you just
3: you literally sprint the whole time and try to line up everything well.
2: That part is like surprisingly tricky to do. Like the the speed at which
0: the guards run for you was like superhuman. <laughs> I must have got really lucky cuz I I think I did it in two tries.
3: I probably I probably had 8 or 9 tries.
0: Well, one of the
2: mini games in the fair taught me how to run effectively cuz it's like a time trial sprint around, you know, 90 degree turns and stuff. And I learned during that that if you sprint at an angle, you will keep running even if you hit a flat surface a lot of times. Mm. So that's how I ended up uh, getting past the guards because that made it easy. But anyway, you give the teardrop. They leave the kingdom. The the king, Cecilia's father, dies. And then you have a scene where Cecilia sort of leads the funeral procession out of the castle. Um, She... Cuts her hair to prove to Jack that she's like worth going on the adventure. Very, that mean <laughs> something?
3: I don't, yeah, I was about to say, what? Okay. <laughs> she, ta- she
2: takes her sword, cuts it off. It's a very, uh, Princess Garnet moment from nine, which makes me wonder is this like a common trope? Like girls cut their hair with a blade to, you know, signal a character change or?
3: <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, I mean, in, um, uh... It happens in a Tails game, but with a guy. I mean, hmm.
2: Interesting. It must be a trope. I'm going to try to look that up after the show, if
3: it's, I remember. It's, it symbolizes transformation. Right. That's what so, I'm going to do when my hair is long enough. I'm just going to come on the podcast and be like, I am going to complete games. I'm going to just
2: <laughs> cut it off. That would be amazing. <laughs> that's That's a highlight of the episode, I think. By the way, we are going to try to start posting highlights from the episodes, so if you guys think of any moments in particular, just jot them down so I'll remember it later. <laughs> um, so Cecilia leads the funeral procession out of all the dead villagers and everything. The game gets really dark. And then the narrator says, this is where the story begins. And Man, credits start awesome. to roll. <laughs> Opening you know credits. Whenever,
3: whenever I saw that, I was like, oh my god, how long have I been playing this already? i was already past
2: six hours at that point
3: (laughs) i was like i was like jeez
2: i was like that uh you know that meme of the guy that just does a side glance real quick Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was me when it said this is where the story begins yeah what (laughs) um so that part was really dark and at that point is when i was like okay this story uh might be interesting this might not be totally boring um and sometimes they the characters do have like kind of serious conversations where and the dialogue is generally good, so it's so far I'd say it's not you know a super compelling story, but it's interesting enough yeah what what about you guys in just in general story wise at this point?
3: I feel the same way i um yeah, I don't have any qualms about it right
0: yeah, about, it's a it's a classic rpg kind of storyline with it you know right go protect the world kind of thing yeah
2: so what the demons are trying to do there's a a group of four demons and there's like a bonus fifth demon too Uh, i don't remember all their names there's like zeke or something who's the leader you got bell silk and uh yeah uh lady harkin and i don't remember the fourth one but it's like a weird floaty thing Um, So they're trying to resurrect their mother, who is like a demon queen. And to do this... Yes, there you go. Um, And to do that, they have to destroy all these guardian statues.
3: So They they are really good at it, too. Yes.
2: They always destroy it right as you get there, basically. Yeah. It's like, why did I even come? I should have just let them (laughs) take it. Um, They... You do go to this one temple where you, the three characters get separated. Um, what was the name of that place? It was it's the Guardian Shrine. Right. So the characters get separated, and then the summon beast gods sort of like do a character test where the characters sort of question their motivations and all that. That part was pretty good. But you get the three summons, and they basically send you on your quest. So... From that point on, it's basically just you go to these dungeons, you find the statues, and you they get destroyed. And it was actually a really good point where Colin had to stop, story-wise, because Mother, the last statue, had been destroyed and Mother had just been resurrected.
3: Yeah, I thought that was... I, I feel like it's a good stopping point, but also I feel like it's such a... it's another JRPG trope where the bad guys don't realize how bad the thing they're doing actually is. Yeah. Because the, 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 uh, what the, the, what the, the, the quarter nights, what are they called? What? I think that's right. Yeah. They, they think that they're, they're just going to revive their mother and go use this planet as their new home because Haiti, their planet Hades was destroyed. And then they find out, oh, like the mother's like, oh no, I destroyed Hades. I'm gonna destroy this place too, and I'm gonna destroy you guys, and it's gonna be wonderful. And they're they're, they're just like, like uh. <laughs>
2: oops, oops. <laughs> that that was was funny, and I was like, oh shit, when that happened. It's like,
3: like they did not realize that she's like this. She's Genova. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: her design is pretty cool, and she kind of
3: looks like an alien queen looking thing. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. It's like, oh no, no, you're not. We're not living here. I'm gonna destroy it, of course. It'll I, be great. You, you, will, you will all perish in my beautiful flames.
2: <laughs> uh, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other story thing of interest that I really remember from all this is there's a part where Cecilia has to go through with a, a fake wedding. Um, wh- why did she have to do that? I remember it was B- Captain they, Bartholomew.
3: They just wanted to see the statue. He had the statue on his boat. And gotcha. he like, um, uh, basically spoke, you know, talked out of his ass, whenever some, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Um, right. Basically. Cause he doesn't want to get laughed out of the town. So he's like, Oh, this was my, this is my wife. We're getting married tomorrow. <laughs> and they were just like, just play along with it. We got to get to the statue.
2: Did you guys uh, answer like all the questions that they, there's like the ceremony procedures that you have to go through with correctly. I haven't I, gotten I there did yet. Su- I did some
0: of them. Oh correct.
2: yeah. Oh man, sorry, Rich. I didn't realize we were probably spooling the shit out of you, but um, <laughs> eh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, it's I'm kind of excited to get to that. That's kind of cool. So... All <laughs> right. Well, that's the uh, the price you pay, I guess.
0: Yes, that is. It's it's okay. It's sacrifice. I I get it.
3: We we honor that sacrifice that you just <laughs> made.
0: <laughs> I didn't say it's over. Like just you guys went on. One went on with it. I'm like, eh, all right, that's fine.
2: <laughs> so the the story is interesting. It's nothing to like super write home about necessarily, uh, but I am interested to see where it goes. Um. Let's... So so
3: I kind of I felt like whenever I first started playing Jack, I'm like, oh Jack, it seems like kind of like a nerdy guy. I don't know why I just felt like oh. Jack kind of seems like a nerdy bookworm. But as I got into it, I'm like, oh no, Jack is like like the like Indiana Jones.
2: Yeah. If you watch the uh the intro cutscene, it sort of the anime sort of makes him seem like a very like large, almost like Vash the Stampede type of character. Oh, uh, I know you Vash know that the reference. Stampede. Yeah. <laughs> um but that's who he reminds me of. So that's basically the story. As far as um, gameplay goes, we kind of already touched on that. But the um, the gameplay itself, I like the actual systems, but it's too easy. It <laughs> You can yeah. basically mash, attack, and win. And even in the boss fights, you can just use the same strategy over and over. Where, you know, use Jack's strongest uh, special ability. Have Cecilia heal when needed. Otherwise, use one of her spells or summon and rudy yep. you shoot your gun and when he has the force power use the aim thing and that that'll win you the battle every time
3: yeah especially whenever you get some decent weapons for him and right like, that's that's why I'd be like zed that i feel like uh bill said that he had issues with zed on the boat and i was just like that took me like three minutes
2: yeah the only issue with the boss fights i've been having is they seem to have a lot of hp so Especially when you're just using the same tactics over and over, it starts to get a little old. It's like, all right, you can die now. <laughs> I've also started using auto battle
3: for random encounters.
2: All right. So I know that there is auto battle, but I don't know how it works. Please explain.
3: Uh, so you basically, uh, there's like this little horn thing that you can you can change either in the menu or right beho- uh, in the battle menu, like before you choose to attack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like two battle menus. The one that you choose the team actions, and then you, you cycle through the members to pick exactly what you want them to do. Uh, there's a little horn and you can change it for each character from manual to some specific type of strategy. Uh, and so whenever you hit the attack button, uh, anybody who isn't manual, it, the game just does it for you.
5: Hmm.
3: So uh, it chooses uh, to whether to that. attack or, or use items and it's pretty good. It's, it's uh, I'd say it might be better at playing the game than I am.
2: Yeah, because I literally when I'm doing the random battles, I'll just scroll Twitter
3: or watch YouTube while I mash X. (laughs) And and you still have to like press X, but you don't have to like, like it's a little more intuitive. You still have to press X to like initiate, like say like, hey, I don't want to change armor and I don't want to uh, change tactics or anything like that. Just attack, and then it'll cycle through all three characters and attack. Mm -hmm. So it cuts your X pressing down by like, I don't know, a fifth.
2: Did you guys um, face that optional boss, uh, Chaos, in the Maze of Death? Well, Rich isn't not. there yet, but okay.
3: Nope, I skipped it.
2: That boss was a little more challenging. It was optional, but the problem with that boss is it likes to spam status effects on you, so it'll pull, like silence the whole party or put the whole party to sleep, and then it'll use those moves over and over. Um, hmm. I did beat it on my first try, but a couple characters did die, and I had to revive them and stuff so that one was actually do you have a
3: spell for revive or do you have items i've never brought anybody back to life in this game
2: um i think there's the revive fruit which are items i don't think there might be a revive spell i think if i there is one i might have just gotten it um do you guys remember a revive spell
0: not that i remember
2: Hmm. um so I've gotten all the spells that seem important at this point. So anytime I get a new crest graph, I just, you know, pick a random one. <laughs> um, so I guess that's one interesting thing we could talk about. The, uh, the the crest graphs, the whole magic creation system. Basically, all the spells are available to you right from the beginning. You go to a uh, a magic shop and you combine like two elements and bind them to a crest graph, which you just find randomly in dungeons. So how do you guys feel about that yep. little
3: system? All right. That's yeah, pref- fine. I prefer being able to just learn magic. Buy the actual spells.
2: I think but. it would be cooler if it like explained more what they did before you bought them. Because <laughs> a lot of them have very vague descriptions. Um, but it's an interesting take on everything. Um, the only other like major gameplay element I don't think we've talked about is the character's overworld abilities. So Rudy can lay bombs everywhere. Uh, Jack can throw handpan out to get distant items. And he also has a lighter that you can set things on fire with or light lamps. And then Cecilia's only power for me so far is she can like turn back time. So if you fuck up a puzzle, you can restart it.
3: No, 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 no. Well, she has the wand. magic tear. Oh well, yeah. You have the wand. You get the wand. You can talk to animals.
2: Shortly before our ending point was, but you can bonk the animals on the head and then learn their shit or talk to them. So I yeah. just
3: went and looked up some pictures of like what the the characters are supposed to look like. Jack is sexy.
2: Oh, let, let me look it up here too.
3: Yeah. Wild arms, Jack got the got the jawline of a uh, of like I don't know. <laughs> Owenheim from uh out full metal alchemist yeah he, he kind of does look like an Elric brother
2: yeah he does actually huh interesting horny jail and, th-
3: and then <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: rudy just looks like a dweeb i thought rudy looked cool let me look him up too he it's a very like normal character design he kind of reminded me of um what's the main character in legend of lagaya rich vaughn 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 he kind of looks like him, I think. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that's fun. It makes overworld exploration a little bit, bit more fun. What I normally do is I well, when I switch to a character to use their ability, I won't switch again until I need another character's ability. And that way I sort of feel like I'm playing as all the characters kind of equally. Um, except for Cecilia's power sucked until towards she, the end of our session
3: she so somebody told me that luck is correlated to how many wild battles you have how many random encounters you have mm-hmm. i don't know if that's true but that's why i always pick jack to walk around on the overworld that makes sense there is a luck Oh wait, rudy 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 has the best luck for me hmm. i didn't know that so the luck it could be totally false i didn't i didn't fact check it
2: <laughs> it slowly drops over time based on your actions and then you could buy these flowers to raise it. And then I think when your luck is higher is when you counterattack more or something like that or dodge more. But yeah, I'm looking at the doc here. Is there anything else in particular we want to discuss about wild arms for this session? Nope. Not really.
3: I'm good. Ready to, uh, to move on to the, the next, uh, next chunk of the game. Yeah, me too. Or two weeks from now.
2: Yeah. I'm glad we have more time this time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying the game so far, rich. You have more time to catch up now. Yeah, I enjoy it. So hopefully we'll all meet the deadline this time. I'll have my Vita. I won't take it on the beach. It's too precious, but I'll have it for the car ride and sitting around the place. Um, yeah, so I look forward to seeing where wild arms goes from here. And just so everybody knows one more reminder, the next point is to get to the sacred shrine by august 23rd which is when we'll reconvene this uh club and i know we said we didn't have a tea time with bill this week but um we did solicit some listener feedback just to see how everybody feels about the rpg club and wild arms to this point um so we did get some of that and we are going to throw it to bill so he can actually read over those and uh Give his own thoughts and opinions. So here we go. Hey
4: Feardy, put the champagne down. Right? Put the champagne down. Put it down. Put it down. That's it. My Don Perion. I paid for it. Alright. If you're gonna get in here and cause trouble, you get out, alright? This is the RPG club. Alright? None of your like fifty cent clubs. Get out. RPG's only, mate. Yeah. Cool anyway hi hello guys and welcome to the uh, first episode of the rpg club and this is the first episode and your first trip to the vip corner yes Uh, as scott just mentioned we did a solicit you guys on twitter and on discord for your opinions on wild arms and how you've got on with the first ever episode of the rpg club so welcome to the vip corner and i'll give you a little roundup of my thoughts at the end as well just just a short thing because i know the guys have already covered it in depth anyway so yeah so we'll start off on the twitter and our first thing comes from our beloved uh, winter deesa and she says uh, loving it this game has everything i want in a game really music is out of this world colorful turn-based nice system you can grind and we all know deesa loves to grind and it has varied places added bonus the story is pretty cool too and it has some crazy crazy moments yep that moment on the uh, boat with the fake wedding was just absolutely bonkers uh, Nayu she comes in and says uh, characters are entertaining she loves uh, Cecilia's attitude but not but did not like her outfit change at all um it made her a bit grumpy. Made me a bit grumpy. It says, but not me. Her, me, her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but at least uh, she has a cute red hairband. Uh, she adores Jack's companion. Uh, blowing things up with Rudy's bombs is very fun, uh, especially if you do it in a row. And yes, I thoroughly enjoyed that as well. I loved running along, setting lots of bombs on the floor, and watching them go off and blow up all the barrels. Saves you having to pick them all up and throwing them. That's probably where I saved a lot of time in the scot on scott's time uh and colin our wonderful colin says uh, fun fun and more fun also join us with wild abandon uh lala gala says although i have um, not reached sand river yet i'm really enjoying this game might be my third old school rpg that i've ever played uh, i was pulled in during the guardian shrine when the characters had their visions i liked it because it reminded me that everyone has their has these inner demons or voices of self-doubt uh, I at least hope that is how, uh, at least that's how how I interpreted that scene. Uh, I'm hoping the game continues to explore these characters more deeply as I continue. Uh, and it will. Uh, maybe not so much with Ruddy, but uh, or Rudy, uh, but it will with the rest of them. And then Adam, Adam Davis says, uh, The Battle of Adelheid is one of the most memorable gaming moments for me across all games. Having the demon attack all enemies uh, visible on screen... Uh, and having oh, sorry, having the demons attack and all the enemies visible on screen. Uh, I also like that your decisions in that segment have consequences. Yes, because if you fail to save people, then that is a treasure chest that you don't get later on in the war room before you leave Edelheid. So let's move over to the uh, Discord side of the club. Hey, look, Discord squeezed past just like oh, Get out of the way, you bastard. Get out of the way. Anyway, anyway. Sorry, Timbers, do not to call you bastard. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, it's just all these celebrities, man. They just won't move out of the way. Uh, so, uh, Kylie on Discord says, um, I just entered the tower. Money's not even an issue at this point, and I'm more along for the story than anything else. Current faults. Uh, the battle system and repetitive music would have turned me off in my youth hard. Um, still getting with it. Uh, still not gelling with it. Uh story is pretty lively, but nothing I haven't really seen before as of yet. I am finding myself predicting the beats before they happen. The art is all right for its time, and I would say it's comparable to stuff like Legend of Legaia, uh, Legaia, and the or the FF uh, remasters for the DS. Oh come on, man! Those DS remasters are dreadful, scourge of humanity. Don't play the FF4 remaster on a DS. Just get the PSP version. You know the um, the the really good one. <laughs> uh, not great, but passable. He says. Uh, really hoping things pick up. Uh, uh, pace soon, as even though it's tossing me from place to place, something I usually dislike uh, it's doing it in a way that makes me uh, want to get to the good stuff, uh, whatever that may be uh, and then he has a question for the cast uh, what point in this game would you say is the best and the worst part, so apologies that the, the guys didn't get to answer this question uh, so far the worst part was probably um, uh, Rudy's opening I didn't really get on uh, yeah, just, just a bit with the whole town just turning against him from saving the kid <laughs> it's just like this is a bit it's a bit of a stretch okay I, I get where they're going but a bit of a stretch uh, and then the best bit was probably i really enjoyed the Maze of death actually uh, i found the optional boss all by myself and suffered through that fight it was bloody hard <laughs> but i managed to do it so that was really really satisfying uh, and also the crazy crazy wedding scene was just bonkers and yeah the idol hide getting burnt to the ground was just during after the during the festival was just crazy as well it was just yeah so many good points uh, this is uh, Saitan on uh, Saitan85 our newest uh, friend on the discord uh, so this is my first time playing this game in 20 years or so and I left it back in the day and I was a little bit worried that going back to it wouldn't be as great uh, but as of now I'm mostly enjoying the game uh, but the encounters are really testing my patience and hurting my experience more than I would like Apparently, you can less the encounters in the second half, so that should help along with the story picking up more and more, uh, more and more, and the more complex puzzles. Uh, the combat is fairly simple and gets uh, pretty repetitive, but that may change as the game goes on. Uh, even though I don't think it will. Uh, the story would be a lot more interesting if I didn't already know the twists and turns uh, that are to come. Uh, but well, uh, but even still, it's holding my attention. The one. Uh, Uh, The one thing that is still holding up is the amazing OST. Oh, God, yes, the music is so good. And is the main reason I'm staying mostly engaged, too. It's really one of the best PS1 OSTs, and it's really nice to hear some of the tracks uh, you don't hear randomly on YouTube. All in all, I don't regret playing it with the group, but it's not something I would keep playing if not for that. So, yeah, it's a really nice fact that the uh, community is keeping Saitan playing along. Because, yeah, I think when you play a game as community, it does make it a lot more fun. So, finally, that brings it down to my thoughts. I am, again, saying uh, Saitan's Boots. I played this 20 years ago, and I haven't played it since, and I am really, really enjoying the replay. Uh, I, the music is great. Uh, I'm actually really enjoying the combat as well. It is simple, but, you know, it keeps you thinking. And um, I actually feel like I'm exploring it a lot more than I did 20 years ago, and enjoying it a bit more. So, um, it's so, all in all, it's doing really good. Uh, the only thing I will say is... Um, where do these RPGs come up with these sentient animals that don't actually have an existing race in the world, but they exist as part of your main plot? We had the uh, we had Sky, the hawk, in Grandia 2. And now we've got um, uh, Hapan, Harpen, the mouse, you know, who just seems to know everything about the uh, ancient technology and is there to just fill in the blanks in Jack's uh, memories. Uh, not memories. Uh, blanks in Jack's knowledge. Uh, and yeah, Harpen's working very well as a good plot device, but doesn't seem to have... That, you know there doesn't seem to be any other sentient mice in the game so far so you know say that what you will But otherwise great boat scene was great loving some of the dungeons um yeah uh, the tools the tools function is probably one of the best things about this and doing the little puzzles it's just a great great game so anyway uh, i can see jay-z over in the corner being very inappropriate so uh, i've got to go kick him out guys I don't think you you open up a club, you know. It doesn't matter what club it is, and all these all these people just turn up. Anyway, I'll see you guys.
2: And uh, with that, meeting adjourned.
3: so let's wrap up here jay what are we doing next week so next week we are wrapping up the god of war review so it's part two where we talk about gameplay uh you know and like everything else with the game that isn't with the story but we also kind of talk about the story some more uh we we actually already recorded the episode because Uh, i'm on vacation yeah and i i'm gonna uh, i got some pretty good monologues in there i hope you guys uh take everything i say to heart and play all the god of war games and then the actual 2018 and then love it for the vast story that it is.
2: It was a good episode. We went like a whole episode's length on just the gameplay and ratings and then Jay's additional story thoughts. <laughs> um so yeah, I uh, look forward to that next week. And like I said that was pre-recorded, so everything will work out in the end and we'll be back in time for the next RPG
0: Club. Yay. So we let's talk about plugs, guys. We've got some cool plugs here.
3: What kind of plugs?
0: Yes, the plugs here themselves. <laughs> the rate and review us. Please go out there and rate and review us on your podcasting places that you like to listen to us. Itunes, Google Review, Stitcher. Um <laughs> <laughs> We all know what you were
2: talking about, Jay. <laughs> he just he just typed in butt plugs, which uh, hey,
0: we got all kinds of plugs here. That it just totally caught me off guard and lost my train of thought. Uh, raid review us, like I said, please. It helps the show, gets us up there in the ranks, uh, letting us know how we're doing. And uh, damn you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, uh. Moving on, another way to help the show is uh, Patreon. So, like we said earlier. We've got early episode access. You can get your episodes ad-free. No more Anchor. No more uh, Probably Works promos. Um, You can get access to the Aftercast, which, boys, it's getting close to time for another one, I think. So we'll need to start thinking about topics. What are we going to
3: talk about? (laughs) Nothing's happening. (laughs)
2: Um, We've got extra reviews. Like I said, Animal Crossing should be live for the patrons by the time you see this. Corey and I need to record Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, and then Last of Us Soon. Um, you get access to the nominations and the voting for the RPG Club and more. Speaking of more, guys, one of our benefits is just a certain tier of patron that we give them an annual physical gift. So we need to start thinking about what that will be. I'm thinking yeah, a, cop- a copy of Wild Arms. there you go okay that'll be original ps1 still in the wrapper don't get their hopes up it's gonna be not that cool (laughs) (laughs) i am working on setting up the merch store though so you guys there'll be merch soon i'm hoping to have that ready for the next time i record we'll see i actually had no idea you were doing that yes i am (laughs) i need a mug at least i'm gonna have an rpg after years face mask so (laughs) um yeah. So what else is going on new, Jay?
3: We also started using Twitch. So this episode is streaming to Twitch right now. So you can catch us live whenever we record. Uh, and we will also attempt to be, you know, good streamers and, and maybe try to stream some content. I'm working on getting an actual decent PC build so I can have more games to to easily stream. Cause I don't want to drop 300 bucks on an Elgato to try and, stream ps4 things through my not so great internet um, <laughs> so yeah keep uh keep an eye out for that uh, maybe subscribe to us on twitch so you get uh get notifications when we stream that would be gr- awesome uh to have some interaction there
2: yeah and uh now that i have my desk i am also one step closer to being able to stream thank you universe
0: <laughs> yes So you can email the show at rpgafteryears at gmail.com. If you want to give us some show ideas or leave us some critiques, Um, we'd like the critiques to go there not on the reviews. Um, But yeah, that's how you can reach the show. And uh, Discord itself, if you want to join the conversation with us on, uh, it's getting pretty lively over there. The link can be found in the show notes or pinned on uh, as a tweet on Twitter.
2: I like how every week we say how it's getting livelier and livelier. It's getting it, so lively, but it's fucking true, though. Every week it's it, popping off a little bit more than last week. That's <laughs> right. Um, another re- way you can reach us is uh, Twitter. The show can be found at RPG Years,
0: and you can find me at the Scott Spot, and me at Hailblue one five six nine.
3: You can find me at J A Y D Hisol.
2: Yes, and you can find Bill at Metonica. With two ends, And I think that's about it. JRPG July is over and the RPG club has been kicked off. Exciting times for us here at the After Years. Thanks for listening, everyone. Join us next week for a rousing discussion about God of War Part 2. But until then, I'm Scott.
3: I'm Rich. And I'm Jay.
2: We'll catch you guys next time for episode 28 of the RPG After Years. Bye. Hasta la vista. Bye. Chase those dreams. Don't
3: <laughs> be. <laughs>
1: This is Troidal Power, the host of Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast, the podcast where I, your host, Troidal Power, play through games in a powerful way. And right now on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power, I, your host, Troidal Power, am playing through Golden Sun. You should come listen to me play Golden Sun on Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs podcast with Troidal Power. Find it and a lot of other weird stuff at probablywork.com.